All right, everybody, here we go. I am the last person standing between you and your after party. So in just an hour and 15 minutes, you'll be walking out of here, all right? I'm going to break Jay Leno's record tonight. Strap in. Here we go. Good evening, Mr. President, or as Paul Ryan refers to you, yet another inner city minority relying on the federal government to feed and house your family. I'm a big fan of President Obama. I think he's one of the all-time great presidents, definitely in the top 50. Please explain that to Jessica Simpson. You're right, that was low. All right. How about the president's performance tonight, everyone? Sir, it, it is, it's amazing that you can still bring it with fresh, hilarious material. And my, uh, my favorite bit of yours was when you said you'd close the detention facility at Guantanamo Bay. That was a classic. That was hilarious, hilarious. Still going. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's going to have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. The thing about science is, most often, one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, if you're a shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one, and I'll tell you something. If I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. So we're at episode 299. Nine, yeah, so um, so next week we go all Spanish. See? Si. So, yeah. Well, That's be, how far along I've come. That'll be bueno. Si. All right. Um, so let's talk about Spider-Man. Let's just get that out of the way. Do we this is going to be all spoilery. Be a it has mess, to be. Folks, so yeah. it has to be. So... Um, although I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I mean, I would think that a lot of people either know the comics, haven't seen the movie, but anyway, let's just say yeah. this is a spoiler episode. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so I saw it a second time. Oh, okay. Wait, I haven't seen you since I saw it. No. No, okay. No, because um, you went Friday and I, I got. Went, no, I actually went I, Thursday night. Oh, Thursday night. So, right. I got, I got home from work like. As you sent that text, no. that te- so I was a tell long you, though, day. I, I, I'm going to tell everybody this real thing. So I went with okay. my daughter Olivia, right, mm-hmm. who has come out. So, yeah. um, so and good for her. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, we're sitting in the in the theater, and actually, you can. We had our feet up on the chairs, and that's a picture right there of the two of us. Oh, that's, feet. Nice. You know, that's nice. I wear typically. I wear a pair of red Chuck Taylor sneakers. Mm. Um, she has a pair. Um, so I'm sitting there and we're waiting for the movie to start and I kind of look over and I'm wearing my chucks. Mm. She's wearing her chucks. 
I'm wearing a pair of jeans. She's wearing jeans. Yep. Yep. I'm wearing t shirt and uh, you know, zip up hoodie kind of thing. Mm. So is she. <laughs> so I point this out to her. She's like, Oh no. I said, So Olivia, this means that either you are dressed like a forty five year old man mm. or I am dressed like a thirteen year old lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh my god yeah uh it was it was really funny and we had a really really nice time it was cool That's to good. just kind of hang out um so nice um yeah so i um we enjoyed it hmm. and um, i don't understand why everybody's all down on why, it. I just don't why are people down on it like what are they saying i will admit just i mean just there were one or two little times i thought it got a little a little slow, but I mean, that's just a pacing thing. Yeah. I thought the story Let's get was the dumbest thing fine. out of the way first. Oh, what's the dumbest the thing? dumbest fucking thing. About? No, for me personally, oh, okay. the dumbest part of the whole movie was at the end when the kid in the Spider-Man costume faced off against Rhino. That just, that was, that was just one step too far for me. It's like, first of all, the police are not going to be able to hold a mother back that is the mother to a right. child facing off a guy against a guy in robotic armor right. with 50 caliber machine guns. You got to give it to Rhino, though, for not blowing the kid away. I'm no. Up with that right. right. Spider-Man's villains are, they have a, in the comics from when I was reading them, yeah. they all have a little bit of nobility in them. Yeah. A little. Like Venom, bad Venom guys, is, but that doesn't mean that they're bad you guys. You don't have to be bad guy, Ralph. Um, but like Venom is the epitome of it, where he's only Peter Parker, Spider Man. That's it. And, yeah. But he'll save a baby in the middle of a fight that falls into right. the pond or whatever. Um, but like Doc Ock wouldn't like attack a kid, right? You know. So and Rhino's dumb, but he's not. He's not a murdering psychopath. Right. So Carnage is though, but so that's different. Why did you have a problem with it? It just. All of those people, all of the people that were there watching this maniac in mm-hmm. in military grade animal yeah, why armor. Why the fuck were they standing? There? Yeah, that's that's the main thing. That was the first thing. I'm like, why the? I would run the fuck away. Seriously, I don't care if Spider Man's showing up. I'll watch well, a I, mugging instead. I and also want to know up. where were these people? Yeah, how far away? Like, how far away that where kid were they? Got, got he got there, there fast. Really quickly. And none of the cops stopped him. Right. And the, like, the the way they're configured and mm. Rhino's shooting, like, you would think that some of that fucking yeah. gallery of people would have been hit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But in the comics, and this is, I'm going to revert back. I'm going to say this a lot. It's fine. In the comics, there's always crowd reaction shots yeah. with stuff going on. In the cartoons, there's always people that can't get away and stuff like that. And this is, this I think is heavily cartoon and comic influence, well, more really, so than Raimi. It was I really think. interesting. I think that there were a lot of reviews that said, "No, it's not great. It's it gives it 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 bends too much to the comics, right?" And then what the fuck? And then and then there were reviews that said, "This is fantastic because it's all about like." from the comics so i read i read reviews where people are complaining about how spider-man's quips and talking to himself like when he's trying to gather up the the radioactive yeah. material in the back of the truck and i'm like that's fucking spider-man spider-man is and i was trying to think of a good analogy for who spider-man is 
uh, if he was in another movie. Yeah. Okay. He's Chris Knight from from Real Genius. Okay. He's super yeah. smart, but he's super sarcastic. Right. That's Spider Man. But I I also think that I mean let's let's think about it. Who doesn't do that? Whenever you're just puttering around the house, you're just doing shit. Yeah. People. That that's how people are. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm not a huge. I was never a big like huge comic book guy. Mm. Okay. And I say that all the time when we talk about these right. movies. Okay. Spider Man so was Spider Man was my jam though. So so I'm <laughs> I'm able to approach them someone who likes good story, good characters, you know, good action sequence. Right. I thought that action sequence at the beginning with you know. The James Why Bond cold open? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was... That's what I always wanted I them to do. that was kind of cool. Yeah. I thought it was fun, and it was well done. It was funny. It's just like, oh, you it know, just shake him his up. hand. And yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, not a shaker. Okay, yeah. I'm a killer. I'm a... That's Spider-Man. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh, the newer ones that have been on, he's very sarcastic, but a happy sarcastic, not a mean... Yeah. Like, yeah. It was uh, so um, I I I liked the movie. Um, like I said, I mean there were just a couple of little you know pacing issues, but there were some things that you needed. I thought we could mm. have done a little bit less of the. Hmm, I don't know if we needed, and it's just a few minutes, so I'm probably okay. just being a dick. Um, of of Max in the apartment, and just showing his obsessive. Oh, oh, thing, yeah. If I forgot who Max was for you know? a second there. So <laughs> I think that because I think that his reaction in the street. Yeah. Okay. And his he his radio call in thing because mm. he called in on the radio and defending Spider-Man. That's an easy one to miss. Okay? No, no, no. I, I, okay. I, yeah. And yeah. then there was another one where and then the scene where he's talking to Gwen in the elevator about right. Spider-Man's friend. I think that right. that was. Enough, and you could have even cut this the 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 apartment stuff where he's just you know in the mirror and Spidey's right. pictures there. You didn't need the whole thing no. with the fucking cake and the, the whole. The thing about the cake though, it it had green frosting edging it with yellow lightning bolts, so it was like a little like yeah, oh yeah, it's all foreshadowing. Yeah, exactly for for the character because um, green and yellow for anybody that's his old shitty costume. Um, but the way he was created is sort of like the newer cartoon version of Electro. Right. Yeah, I heard so. that there was a good mixture between the old and the new. So. I, I thought so, yeah. So, um, um, but so but some yeah, of that yeah. stuff... Max was very close to becoming uh, Edward Nigma from Batman Forever. Yeah. Which was... But they got, but they pulled it back. They pulled it, and I thought he was good. Yeah. You know? I loved how they changed his voice. Yeah. That was... The, Anytime, but he was, you could still understand every word he said. That right. was, that's the most important thing for me when you modulate a voice is you got to know what he said. But I thought it was really interesting the way they were able to keep that deeper, harder voice. Mm. But in the beginning, when he really doesn't know what's going on with him, you know, it's, it's, he's kind of sympathetic, Yeah, you know, when he feels, yeah. you know, and then he just sort of, he doesn't snap until he sees that. We get shot. <laughs> well, until he sees that Spidey's getting all the attention. It was about the attention. Yeah. And he felt betrayed. Yeah. You know, and that yeah, just sort of set him off, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, and, he's syndrome, so. And, yeah, pretty much. And this movie actually made Electro, like, a realistic threat against Spider-Man. Because in the comics, it's like, oh, he's throwing lightning bolts. Yeah. But here, it's like, there's there's 
purple and there's a little bit of like plasma cloud yeah. after and there's sparks and like it looked dangerous. Yeah. It really did. So the, I think they did a good job with Electro. Yeah. And, and I got to say. Who gives a shit how he gets the suit later with the lightning bolt on the arm? I don't care. Doesn't I don't, I don't, I don't care. Because he doesn't need to fly around looking like, you know, Dr. Manhattan. See, part of the, part of the, part of my whole thought process is um, they did that to him on purpose. He was useless. He had no family. You notice there was like nobody yeah. investing. Like they're experimenting clearly well, in yeah. secret projects, which you label secret projects. But that's what I would expect from this kind of movie. Right. That blatant, like, oh, it's it's here in in hidden superpowered villains. Yeah, exactly. Um, Evil shit we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off the books. Yeah. That's what the file's called. Um. But, like, the way he had to go up, the guy wouldn't shut the electricity off because Norman's, quote-unquote, dead. Yeah. Because, um, you know, if you don't hire Chris Cooper to do a three-minute yeah, scene. Exactly. Plus, since we're all spoilery here, there was uh, there was a shot of his head in that area underneath. Like, oh. his frozen head. Oh, really? Not in the movie. In a deleted scene. Oh. Yeah. So they were they they were thinking there was You've supposed been busy. to be. I have been. I I, I really enjoyed it. I like I, I went to the the Dolby Atmos. Yeah. In 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 Revere, and um, two issues because I always have a fucking issue when I see a movie. The sync on the trailers, the audio mm -hmm. was off by like a quarter of a second, maybe yeah. an eighth of a second. It was enough for me to be like, I would fucking retime that. And there was distortion on the screen. There were yeah, really. strips of like four dots where like there was like if if the screen during the here, movie during everything oh. yeah straight through all of the all of the high def trailers huh. or, or whatever the highest definition yeah. they run so it was like it was like four feet above the right side then there were two lines and it, they would blink yeah um and it was totally noticeable to me ellen did see it but uh, the faster the action moved the less you see it yeah. um with all of the speakers I suppose i have 64 speakers in the theater so electro's oh, yeah. chorus of that's voices cool. was like one voice out of every speaker oh that's nice and i actually felt sort of except for the two mistakes that pissed me off i kind of felt like i got my money's worth out of it Good. watched it in 3d got special glasses the girls wear them all the time they pretended to be the ladies in black because they watched all three yeah. men in black um all right so um the spidey suit has never been better yeah he looks it, good absolutely perfect he's a skinny little dude with a giant head and big white spider-man yeah. eyes and I would I would argue until I drop dead that the web swinging in this is the it best so good. ever yeah. put on any screen, really animated good. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, in the first one, they hit certain poses. Like, there's a McFarlane pose. There's a you know, uh, uh, oh, what's his name, an Eric Larson pose there, yeah. and you know they hit all the right ones. But here, it just felt. It flowed. It yeah, was just, he's just the way he uses his webs, and yeah. not just swinging, but pulling himself through. Yeah, just really, I thought it was really, really neat. I think I think that somebody spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to get him to go around a corner smoothly, yeah. and and it was just 
Like there was an over the shoulder shot where he's like hitting the building, hitting the building. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the closest I'll ever be to being Spider-Man. This <laughs> is actually awesome. Um, it's, it's not, it's, it's not Captain America two. It's not Iron Man. It's more akin to the Avengers. I would say yeah. for fun. But you, if you start to question the shit going on in it, it's going to be, it, it, you're going to have problems. You're yeah. going to have a bad time. Um, I, um, I really liked some of his interactions with um, Aunt May. Yeah. What, yeah. You know, like, like some of the whole, I was cleaning the chimney. Yeah. We don't have a chimney. That got a laugh every time I watched the trailer. Like, what? what? Like, I know I'm full of shit. <laughs> yeah. Cause, and to me, that whole thing is like, he knows that she knows that he's Spider-Man and he's just. Yeah. Like the whole laundry thing, you know. Yeah. Because like, does she know? I I think she does. I, in the in the quote unquote death of Aunt May issue that they did, uh, he goes to the top of the Empire State Building with her, and they talk candidly for like the first time. And she says, "I knew the day after you were bit." Yeah, and that's why like she would side with Jameson, or she would worry extra, or she would ignore, and and like that was she was trying to deal with it because Ben's dead. Yeah. And Peter could be dead at any second. Right. She's watching him on the news fighting Mysterio and Rhino and Electro and all them and he she could watch him die on yeah. TV. So but then you find out it wasn't really Aunt May and pff, fucking they fucked up a really touching emotional yeah. issue. But anyway, I think she knows. I don't think she's dumb. I, I think she definitely knows. I mean, she said, she didn't say you turn the laundry purple. She said you turned it red and blue. Now, if you're washing a Spider-Man yeah. suit, it's going to be purple. purple. Yeah. She, I think there's a couple of hints here and there. A lot of people have, have an issue with Oscorp being the big bad. And I was talking with Ellen last night and I said, all right, what makes more sense in this movie universe? That Jameson's going to create Scorpion. There's going to be a disgruntled special effects working dude. Um, there's going to be a dude for uh, a big game hunter that just shows up. Um, a guy's going to steal Green Goblin's armor, become Hobgoblin. Somebody gets wings from somewhere and becomes a vulture. Um, you know, or Oscorp is kind of creating bioweapons yeah. secretly. I think that makes more sense. That works better because then I'm you don't have to do all these bullshit it. origin stories either. Yeah. No, no, it was a dude walking past wings yeah. and arms, and it's like, all right, fuck. I'll take three of those and give me two of those, and yeah, uh, yeah give me an order of that. Yeah. yeah. Those look good, the wings. The wings look good. <laughs> I've heard the wings are good. They're made of I, wings. I do like the wings in Captain America more than yeah. the wings those that were, they had in those the case. Those are very cool. Yeah. But, you know, I throw a little color on it, it'll be all right. They'll, they'll be good. Um, I liked, is his name Dane or Dean Dahan? I think it's Dane Dahan. Harry? Yeah. He, he shows up and he's just this slimy trust fund piece of shit. And then he really warms up and you start to like yeah. him a little. And it, like, that's, that was great acting. I wouldn't say it was a piece of shit. I actually kind of felt bad for him. No, no, no. I mean, like. 
just the look on his face, the hair. Well, yeah, he and looked all that. You know, it's like, he uh, looked that, but then you know, he's yeah. you see, he's just he's angry. Yeah, with very good reason. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. then you know, he 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 sort of reconnects with Peter, and okay, cool. But great that scene. That was a great scene on the, on the, steps. the riverbank. Oh, no, on, on the, the steps. steps. Yeah, yeah. It changes your whole opinion of yeah who he is. Yeah. When he's talking to Chris Cooper, though, they didn't have to do the claws. They didn't have to do the weird makeup type of stuff. To Chris Cooper? Yeah. Unless they're going to do something else with that later. Because uh, Harry, at the end, says he's learned to control it, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um, Because at one point... Um, you see Green Goblin flying around, or it's Electro. I don't know, one of the two. And there's a clear Jekyll and Hyde poster in the background. No, really? It's like, oh, I wonder how much of an accident that was. Um, I like a good director. There's nothing that shows up in a frame that's an yeah. accident. I, I, the glider I thought was good. Mm-hmm. It had little I, elements of the original Goblin costume. I didn't like his... Weird. I know, like his face gets a little yeah. fucked up. I thought that looked a little forced. His fucked up grin. His laugh made up. The laugh for, was good, but uh, the that's, speech that's was kind of weird. Yeah, it's yeah, a little too. Because like his fucking. He, you know why? Much British. I I read that um that um the the scene where he changes was way more intense and way more disturbing. He said at one point his teeth grow like fangs. And as he's clenching them together, they shatter. So if they went with that and didn't know they were going to cut it, yeah, your te- your mouth would be yeah. kind of fucked up if you had broken teeth in there, right? So I can I can see that. So they 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 were working out right. kinks, didn't know what was going to get cut, I suppose. Um, one pumpkin bomb, that's good. That's all you need. I I think. Um, uh, get away from uh, i like this suit more and and i liked what they did with it how he gets into this suit and it's more of a life support suit it's, yeah, a, it's a, like a was, battlefield medic nice. suit it was it like he got him. into it because it was all about him trying to survive yes yes and it, and it, it wasn't said, like a power grab it was a it was a, he was his motivation was he didn't go down there to become green goblin right. he yeah. he went down there to survive he, yeah. he's trying to live Right. Okay. Right. And that's his motivation. I thought that was cool. Instead of just, oh, I want power, power, unlimited right. power, you know, that he wanted to live. And it's just like, fuck, that suit can help me. All right. I'm going right. to get into that. All right. Yeah. Um, but then at that point, at that now, but then it turns into how revenge. he is. And then, and then he's it like, turns into revenge. If Peter had given him the blood, yeah. which I, I thought people like, oh, that was a flimsy reason. But it's like, I don't think it was a flimsy reason at all. It was about survival. If yeah. if no, someone Peter has, not giving him the blood. There no, like, I think that was a perfectly good reason for him to not do it. He didn't know what the fuck. Character wise, sure, yeah, I I think so. But yeah, the revenge part, him like getting on the glider and going, yeah, totally. No, you, you're gonna go find fine. the motherfucker, yeah. And I mean, what's he gonna do? Hop <laughs> into a cab, looking like that? I know, huh? But I like that everything came off all of the little bits and the and the pointy stuff that was like screwed in yeah. and, and attached to the skin, all gone. He's like back to normal. Ish. So it's it he can he can 
almost like he can change at will now. So we'll see maybe a split personality kind of thing. Maybe the suit just sort of like gives him an, you know, X amount of time feeling pretty good. And then he's like, I'm having a bad day today. I got to get in the suit. Yeah. Today's the suit day. Yeah. That, and you know what? Good. Because that's, that's different than, you know, the, um, fractured psyche. Everybody wears masks that, uh, Right. Excuse me. The 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 Defoe had going on. I just hope that they put that purple hat on him, <laughs> you know, and a little like, like I want him to look like like a, a homeless hobgoblin. He should yeah. have like a raggedy cape and like yeah. just tattered. He should be. And you know what? Why not? Why not introduce hobgoblin and have the two of them fight while they're trying to kill Spider Man. I'd be fine with that. That'd be awesome. Was that a storyline? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I I can't remember. There've been there've been like four different dudes that have been hobgoblin over mm. the over the course of time. But I thought balancing the 3 4 5 villains in this, I thought it was done pretty well because Electro is your 3 4 5 villains. I mean, you had Rhino. Yeah, well, Rhino was fucking, Rhino's the you know, wraparound, but he is he is yeah, there, and that's fine. Right? And and he was you know he got his screen time, and that's fine. But yeah. for all intents and purposes, he was he's you know, a bookend, right? He's yeah. the guy at the end of the Incredibles, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. The, the underminer. Yeah, you know, um, um, it 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 does sort of follow the same pattern almost that the villains did in Spider Man Three, where it's like, oh well, we're separate, but now we got to team up. Yeah, but. It made sense for them to team up. In Spider-Man 3, there's the whole daughter thing that Venom kind of... That that was cut where Venom talks to Marco about his daughter and threatens and captures her or something. I forget because I don't care. Um, But but Harry needed him to get him back into the company. And then he's like, all right, do whatever you want. Yeah, go for it. And it's like, okay, good. So... Electro goes and beats the shit out of Spider-Man and wears him down. And then Harry's going to come in and just finish the job. What surprised me was, because we're all totally spoilery here. Not that this is a surprise to anybody. After Gwen dies, he didn't kill him. Spider-Man just, he just let him go. Spider-Man killed Green Goblin after Gwen died. Oh, really? If I remember correctly, he, and that's the only time, but the crack when she fell, that was so, did did your whole audience just be like, that was so well done. Yeah. That was so, so well done. And I was very excited to see it a second time. What I did think though, and this is me being an asshole. Yeah. Okay. The web that he sends down. Yeah. Okay. To, to get her. Okay. And as it's, as it's reaching out, oh yeah, it did the it, it looks like a hand, yeah. trying to get her, yeah. Um, I think that was almost like a little special effects kind of conceit, because okay, mm. yeah. If it was Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, yeah, I could see that because it would be in like an organic extension of himself trying to reach her. Okay, okay. okay. So that was good. I just thought it was a little bit, 
I mean, it was it was great. It looked fantastic. Yeah, but it, it's it's it lo- just symbolic. Yeah, but, oh yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. But looking at it as an asshole, all right. Well, and the just second being, time, being yeah. nitpicky. But the first time, but the you first were, time you were I like, went, oh, oh my god, that's so sad. This whole thing's gonna break my heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then it's just you know thinking about it, you're just like, you're, it's one of those things, just like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And be like, yeah. But what here, do we need counter, to counterpoint. Okay. The web sticks to stuff. How do you know every web doesn't open up on the end like that just to grab the most, you know, get the most surface area? That just yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. I just think that the reaching thing sort of it's good. You know, once. anthropomorphizing yeah. his web. Yeah, when it's a sciency thing, right? And right, right. it would have been if if his web was an organic extension of himself. Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. So that would, yeah. have, but again, it's a tiny, tiny little. Right, like my thing about the kid. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, well, like just... you know, gun to my head, come up with something that you don't like. You know, <laughs> then it's like, all right, yeah. Oh, that. now we have to deal with Mary Jane. That's what I don't like. I Olivia did... had a great idea for Mary Jane. Yeah, what like a uh, person a player? She um yeah okay. She said, Dad, what they should do for Mary Jane is just change. Emma Stone's hair. Yeah, and let, let her it, yeah. come back. Yeah, he goes. She, I go. Olivia, really? She goes. No, Dad. Think about it. She's the love of his life. It makes sense that he would go for someone who's very much like her. <laughs> <laughs> and well, she was yeah. being sarcastic and silly. It was. It was a really. Yeah. It was an accidental, interesting point. Yeah. that she made. Um, I. You know, we're going to see Emma Stone in the next one. In Gu- a flashback, guilt, guilt, phantoms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she'll be sitting there with her dad, and Dennis Lear will be going. See, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. I told you he would kill you. I I was afraid that the whole see and the ghost thing was going to get to be too much, but there were what do we have? Three of them. One of them was like, "Oh shit, Dennis Leary," and then it's like you know, it it kind of it, oh, it was the police car. Yeah, and it's like oh, it's taking this really goofy moment and making it really fucking serious. And then it was when Goblin's coming in, and it's like, ah, oh. because then in, in, in you know in your head you're like, oh, I don't want to watch this. I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't want to see this happen because I really didn't. I'm like, can we just stop here? Just we just show him at the cemetery. No, skip the cemetery and everything. Don't get like. I understand how people felt now when that happened for the first time. Because, like, I got into Spider-Man. Mary Jane was already around. Gwen was something they talked about in the editor's notes, you know? But I like Emma Stone. And she was great in that role. And they were really good, like, adorable little nerds together. And um, I saw saw something. It was uh, Emma Stone on Saturday Night Live, maybe. And she said, yeah, I play Gwen Stacy, the love of Peter's life, genius scientist, honor student. Um, you know, his other girlfriend, Mary Jane Watson, who's a slut and can never love him like I do. <laughs> like, all right. But it was a very good idea to cut her out of this one. Yeah. You can't go from eight months of every day at the cemetery to it looks like you hit the jackpot. That's right. just, no, that has to be like 20 minutes right. into the And I'm next glad movie. that they, because they shot some stuff with. Yes. 
And, uh, you know, it it shows that as goofy as this movie was with Dr. Kafka and all that stuff going on there, him playing a big Tesla coil blue Danube at the end and everything. It's like, uh, okay, uh, that's that's fine. That's crazy scientist, dude. Go for it. I'll allow it. I don't care. A fucking walled little fucking mini pentagon called ravencroft but you know what they they should have just written marvel's arkham on it well i leaned over to ellen and i'm like that's marvel's arkham (laughs) seriously and um because that's how it's kind of described everywhere right but you gotta set up uh ravencroft as this place like arkham but they are abusing the fuck out of these patients so when when if we if they do venom and we get to carnage you understand why he's the way he is because ravencroft okay fine he's killing innocent people yeah i mean great that's nazi doctor shit yeah but he's Um, dead so what was i gonna say i remember the the tortured relationship i thought okay good you ended it right before it started to piss the audience off it was it was we're together we're not together we're together we're not together we're together i broke up with you you broke up with me and at one point in my head was it the eddie murphy thing where he says i break with thee i break with thee i break with thee and that's like what emma stone's doing i i break up with you like who wrote that line? It's, I break up with you. Yakov yeah. Smirnov, get it's, a hold of the... It's like Michael Scott declaring bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my two favorite lines <laughs> from him. The other one was, uh, what is the worst thing about prison? The Dementors. <laughs> uh, there really weren't any good trailers on, on the movie, I thought. Nothing jumps out at me. And the whole X-Men thing was a terrible scene to throw on at the end. Yeah, and that was just one of these, like, fucking, you owe us this, but do this for us. Yeah. yeah fine, whatever. What do you got? I don't know. That I, I'm not. I'm not I, I was excited when they announced Days of Future Past, yeah. and then I started seeing stuff, and I'm like, uh, first class was exciting. Yeah. Now Brian Singer's back. Yay. Yeah. He just... he. No, Disney... What Disney needs to do, okay? Needs Spend to... Spend all the money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Spend all... Just say, look. You just, know what? I'm... I'm ha- you know, not even buy them up. Just... Rent them for 10 years? Rent rent them for a movie, for one movie, uh, fucking Avengers 3. Magneto, Professor X, Wolverine, Spider-Man. Can you, imagine, can you imagine a big fucking fight where, like, the Avengers are kicking somebody's ass and stuff like that? Uh-huh. So then out of nowhere, Spidey comes down, swings, kicks the bad guy, yep. and then Wolverine just sort of skewers him with his right, fucking right, claws. Right, right, right. That's when every but if it's but if it's against Thanos or the Kree or the Skrull, then human bad guys would be fighting too. You'd have the Lizard fighting next to Colossus with Doc Ock and Doctor right. Doom. Like the last Avengers film should be. It should have 
10 minutes of studio logos in the beginning <laughs> and just just fucking do it like just fucking do it i yeah seriously it's like okay you're gonna lend us how many and just put all the characters together and you can weigh it against box office returns and whatever and do percentages and it's like okay sony you're gonna give us spider-man we'll give you 15 percent of what we make that's free money yeah you're going to give us X-Men 30%. Fine. Because I swear to God, it would be the biggest fucking movie ever. Yeah. Like, I could see it doing $200 million in a weekend. Yeah. And this Spider-Man movie did what, 91? 94, 91, 94? something like that. Hmm. Less than what was expected, but still, 90-anything in a weekend yeah. is is good. This weekend, what the hell's coming out this weekend? Um, yeah, Spider Man. Spider Man's coming out this no, weekend. What is it? What's this? It's the fourteenth. There's, I don't what. I don't know. Look in the thing. Do you know what else I saw over the weekend? I saw no. the other woman. Oh, what is that? Why do Cameron I? Cameron Diaz and Leslie Mann and Kate Upton. I run real hot and cold with Leslie Mann. She was really, really funny. This was a funny movie. Hmm. It was they they did a good job. What the fuck I, am I, I looking for? I thought it was for? good. IMDb. Oh no, I'm looking for like box office movies. I have or a tab here that says movies. There it is. Okay. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> so recommend Spider Man. I definitely recommend Spider Man. You? Yeah, I was alright. <laughs> uh, May sixteenth, Godzilla, Million Dollar Arm, and The Immigrant. That's. Next weekend. What's this weekend? Oh, no. uh, Legends of Oz. Dorothy's shitty CG oh, return. Oh, so this is the weekend that Spider-Man makes $60 million. Yes. Yes. And then Godzilla. So I don't know. Godzilla will probably Godzilla take will be it. number two. Uh, after what? Spider-Man. Really? It's third week? Yep. Okay. And then X-Men Cause, will take right, it. Because think know. about it. Okay. Yeah. Spider-Man's going to make... 60 to 65 this weekend it's five day oh no it's five day total is 103 million uh as opposed to the first one's 119 million so spider-man will make 60 something Mm -hmm. all right um so then the week after that spider-man will make like 30 35 do you think godzilla is going to do better than 30 35 i can see godzilla doing 40 45 you think so because Godzilla looks like how more like how he should, and people love the fuck out of Brian Cranston. I'm considering going to see it opening weekend, and really? I, I love Godzilla, but I love the the 60s and 70s Godzilla that's yeah. like goofy. Um, this one I was kind of cold on until like I really started to see how it looked and what they were going for, and I'm like, oh. And oh there's other God. monsters in it, so I'm like, okay. I, I got we got in the biggest fight with Frankie the other day because we were getting ready to go see Spider Man, mm. and he says, "No, we're not going to see Spider Man. We have to see Jurassic Park because <laughs> there's a new Jurassic Park movie coming up. Yeah, number four, right? That they're shooting now, right? 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 And we're like, Frankie, it's it's not out yet. He goes, Yes, it is. <laughs> and he goes and he gets the Entertainment Weekly. Oh no. Okay. And he's like going through the pages and he saw like the logo, right? Uh, and he sees that. He goes, he goes, 
Jurassic Park. Then he goes a few more pages down. He goes, and then Spider-Man. Because it's further oh, back. Oh, because it's in order. it's further yeah. back of the thing. I'm like. Okay. All right. Oh, fuck you. That's some alphabet logic <laughs> right there, shit. isn't it? You know I like really, that. You know what I he like did the that. other day? He's, get, he's having his little Steve Holt moments. Yeah. So the other day he. <laughs> you got to picture this. This little fucking blonde Aryan master race little boy. Right. He. Gets out of his high chair, right? It's a dinner. Gets out of his high chair, takes off his clothes. Right? Of course. Walking around the house, right? And then he walks up to Cole who sits next to him and he puts his hand like up on Cole's like arm, you know, trying to reach up to his shoulder. Yeah. As if to say, I'm really sorry, but this is happening. <laughs> oh, and then no. he just reaches up, throws Cole's like dish of food onto the floor. Oh. And then he goes, lifts both hands up. My God. Which makes me think, I have to teach him to say Steve Holt. Who's been letting him watch Conan? My God. But it was just so, it was just so funny. He's a fucking Viking. Because the look on his face when he's just like, I'm really sorry. You know? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Just like, oh, you're a He can do that and then he can turn to him and go, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. (sighs) So... You know, see, it was almost like the emperor, you know. <laughs> you will die. <laughs> um, Monster. So, yeah, we're not going to take the girls to see anything, I think, until the end of the month. They really are interested in Maleficent, so we'll probably Can't do wait that. for that. I was thinking that Spider-Man might be okay, but it's a little long. It's, it's long, 222, yeah. and... Uh, they they can watch that at home. I yeah. think and that'll f- be. I mean, all right. Frankie actually got up, and I had to. You know, I went for a little walk with him, and then we came back. We actually sat on the steps in the theater. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I got to tell uh, you, that uh, right there is a testament to my losing just about twenty pounds. And well, no, seriously, yeah. what a difference it makes for me and my body uh, to be okay. sitting. Like I could sit on the steps. We sat right. on the stairs for probably a good. 40 minutes wow you know huh. and i was able to get up and not be all you know old oh, that's man good and shit like that's that. good so, very excited on friday the 13th i have uh, for the first time in like a year i have a, a an update a follow-up appointment for my thyroid i got to talk to them about doing the radioactive uh iodine to kill it oh, or yeah. remove it i just want to do whatever's fucking quickest right. and get on the different medication but we're gonna go see how to train your dragon yeah. too because I cannot I I I can't delay my wife seeing it an what? extra an extra day. Yeah. So and we're gonna go to if it's a Jordan's IMAX, we're definitely going there. Did you see twenty one jump street? I did. I did. I liked it's pretty it. good. Yeah. Twenty two looks pretty fun. I didn't see I'll 21. I'll see twenty two. You definitely should. I was pleasantly surprised. That's interesting because you very seldom recommend comedies. I'm very particular. Yeah. Very particular. But <laughs> I on the other hand. <laughs> I I'm really I really um I really like Channing Tatum in a comedy role. Yeah. I think he's really funny. Uh and that's probably why I liked him a lot in that second G.I. Joe movie. Him yeah. and The Rock together had really good comedic chemistry. Oh yeah. I'm not a huge Jonah Hill fan. But he was good in this as well, I thought. Yeah, the trailer looks fun. Yeah. I want to see um, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah. That looks so fucking good. Yeah. Um, when, when Ellen first saw the trailer, she's like, what are they, time travelers? 
And I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's just like, you know, how Hercules and Xena was. Did you see the new trailer? For what? For A Million Ways to Die no. in the West? You want me to tell you the part in the trailer? Show me. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. If it's. If, he opens the barn door and fucking Doc oh, yeah, Brown I with the DeLorean. That. And she's like, You're sure they're not time travelers? I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I did see that. That was awesome. Like, I guess they fucking could be. I, sure, why not? I looked at Olivia because we saw that chat. I looked at Olivia, I go, you get that, right? She's like, she looks at me. She goes, yeah, do you know whose kid I am? I'm like, all right, just checking. She's like, yeah. she's like I'm, I'm kind of bothered that you would think I wouldn't know that. <laughs> How could I get to be this age and not know that? I'm like, yeah. all right, fine. So... On a whim, I'm like, I should I should put on Men in Black for the girls. And the yeah. language is a little iffy. It's PG-13, yeah. but it's like alien space, right. you know, stuff. So the language, they totally, that that, that that's fine. Um, Ripley did ask on the third one, she wanted to know what a dumbass was. Uh, so we talked about that and how it's a rude way to call somebody stupid. And she says, I won't say that. I'm polite. Um <laughs> Because they really do pride themselves on being polite. Um, so th- we talk through we talk through the movie because they have questions and they you know it's it's harder for them to jump into this kind of world than it is for us. So I you know explain what is a neuralizer they all that stuff when the uh, and I got to say it like how they said it when the Egger <laughs> uh, bug revealed himself. Yeah, this was this was Nova's response. She said, "Whoa." Whoever drew that had a great imagination. Because <laughs> we talk all the time about yeah. production design, yeah. which is you know, and um, every little one, every little thing surprised the shit out of Ripley, like like happy surprised, uh, like in the second one when they go to the post office and Bismarcky, right? It's Bismarcky, right? I don't remember. He's doing the, the he's one. doing the beatboxing talk back and forth between him and Jay, and the one dude takes his head off, and there's the one eyed alien that waves oh, okay. at them, and you know. And it's all just like, it's this, it's this hidden world that yeah. like has just expanded Ripley's mind, which is great. Um, Ripley drew a picture from part two of her with the flashy thing because they call it the flashy thing. They know what it's called now. Uh, and then the chair and the dog singing "Who Let the Dogs Out" and there's a boombox with notes coming out of it and like Ripley. Just, and then when they went to the doctor the other day, they were the ladies in black with their noisy crickets <laughs> and they had their sunglasses. And so I, I, we watched part three the other night and Nova fell asleep because um, it was a long day for her. But at the end, um, you, did you see three? No. Oh, I'm going to spoil the end now. That's okay. Because uh, it's it's all time travel back to the '60s. So right. what's his face can yeah. be, and he does an amazing yeah, Tommy yeah, Lee Jones impression. Um, Ellen turns to Ripley. She's like, "Do you know who that little boy is?" And she said, "Yeah, that's Jay." I'm like, she just fucking like put together because we watched like the Justice League stuff with alternate dimensions yeah. and and time travel and stuff like that, and she under starting to understand alternate timelines and stuff, which is fascinating to watch. And like she just, it was just like, yeah, it's that's who it is, and it's just amazing. And they, they, so then I found the cartoon for them again, and when they saw the cartoon, like their jaws dropped open because it's actually animated really well, yeah. even for now. And um, 
we watched like two episodes. There's four seasons of it. And uh Yeah. So after the Rosario Dawson one in part two, we watched a little bit of Josie and the Pussycats because it's got girls playing music right. and like I love that movie. I do. It's that's a comedy I recommend. <laughs> Do you know which one I gotta I gotta get Cole in front of? Huh. Either because it'll both of them will drive Julie nuts. Okay. Um, either Spice World. No. <laughs> um, Hudson Hawk. Okay. Or Tank Girl. Tank. Oh, yeah. Tank Girl's a little naughty. I know. Yeah. So hey, I keep meaning to um to post like what song follows what in the playlists that I have at work. Cause it's, it's, I just put songs into a folder yeah. and it plays them randomly. So here's some of the shit that plays in order. The theme from escape from New York, followed by the instrumental, let it go from frozen. Uh, the instrumental, cause we, we have a problem with words cause you never know what's going to offend yeah. fucking people. Um, or people fucking um, the instrumental. Um, Everything is awesome, and Emmett's morning from the Lego Movie, Captain America's theme, uh, the mini guns track from Dread taking over peach trees, the theme from Shaft. Oh, nice! Um, all kind, just like the most random shit. Electrode, uh, an instrumental like surfy blues yeah. kind of thing. Uh, Walk, don't run by the Ventures. There's a um speaking of everything is awesome. There's a um there's a how it should have ended yes. video with Batman and I Superman. I saw that. Did you that see was that? pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. The Lego Simpsons was all right. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. And um toward the end Homer talks about what he's learned and they're like wasn't that the lesson we learned in the hey! Homer shuts him up as they're moving a giant Emmett and Wild Style in the background, like Lego statue of them. <laughs> like, all right, all right. The Simpsons used to be like go to have to watch, and now it's I just watch it. Yeah, all right. And it holds up. It really does. It's, the older episodes definitely hold up. The newer ones, it's just another thing I watch. I don't hate it. I don't yeah. love it like I used to, but. But it's, it's still terrible. It's still a solid show. For the most yeah. part, yeah. Mostly the Treehouse of Horrors. It's, I mean, how old is it now? When did that start? They're on season 26. No, it was 89. Yeah, it was Because I had a Bart Simpson yeah, shirt on for my high school graduation. Yeah. <laughs> and then Homer became the star of the show. Yeah, he did, which we, was smart. Yeah. That's yeah. when the show actually got really good because Bart was too one note. He he, he still did. is, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they just they gave Homer so much good stuff to do. Yeah, he's my he's my favorite he's my favorite character. <laughs> and I have when they had all like those where they they were coming out with the play sets and stuff like that. Yeah, you know I let the kids play with whatever they wanted, but I have a box in the attic of all the Homers. Oh, nice. I saw um, a, another company is doing like these scale. Um, Simpsons figures yeah. of the the uh, celebrities. Oh yeah, they made Mark Hamill. Nice. No lightsaber. Oh, that's why would they do that? I don't know. I mean, he's in like regular clothes from later yeah. in the episode, but like, come on. Who was I talking to about Mark Hamill the other day? We were talking about like, and he never, 
He will never buy a drink in a bar again. No. No, he probably wanted to buy anything ever again. No, because he's... He's the he's, Joker. He's right. Hobgoblin. He's, he's Spider-Man. I mean, yeah, Luke Skywalker. And to a lesser degree, he's the Creeper from the Batman cartoons. <laughs> so. Okay, so the rumored title, which is bullshit, is The Ancient Fear. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, I mean, we heard a little bit of characterization stuff. Should we take a break? And yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll come back to that. Go ahead, I get a peek. Okay. <laughs> like flies look out here comes the spider-man is he strong listen bud he's got radioactive blood can he swing The Spider-Man In the chill of night At the scene of a crime Like a streak of light He arrives just in time Spider-Man Spider-Man Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man Wealth and fame he's ignored Action is his only reward to him Life is a great big bang up Wherever there's a hang up You'll find the spider Speaking of Mike, yeah. um, so it was free comic book day the other day. Oh, that reminds me. I have some at work that someone got for me. Go ahead. And um, I forgot, so I was scheduled, and the girls had walking pneumonia. But we went to Harrison's anyway mm -hmm. to try and find the Rocket Raccoon and Guardians of the Galaxy books for them. And uh, that didn't fucking happen. Cause I got him. We. Let me let me get to that. Okay. <laughs> um, and I put it out there online because I didn't think I was going to get anywhere before you yeah. know that any of them sold out. And I went to two different places, the only two that are around. And um, Mike mm -hmm. said that he would give you some, and that was fucking awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's why they're they're there at work. Yeah. Because someone said, oh, did you get those? Those are for you. I'm just like, oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> but they're for you. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want them. No, I mean, I don't want it. it's fine. <laughs> but I saw the cover and I'm like, oh, shit. It's a fucking rocket. God fucking. They love that yeah. little dude. Um, Yeah. 
But that's nice. There were there was like four or five people that were like, "I'll see what I can do for you." Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, the girls have walking pneumonia. Ellen had like severe sinusitis, which has cleared up. <coughs> I died. Yeah. I came back, got the norovirus, probably pneumonia. What the and, fuck am I doing? I'm gonna die when I leave here. No windows open, so it's okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, and uh, fuck it, I, I was gonna. I told you earlier I don't want to talk about, it, but I'll talk about it a little bit here, um, in case we all of a sudden have to stop doing the show for a week or two. <laughs> um, and so I went because I wasn't getting any better. Um, I would, I would, um, I'd have a couple of days off. I'd feel fine because I'm at home resting, not exerting myself, mm-hmm. moving prints and stuff like that, or just even being up and awake for that long. Right. Um, and I'm like, fuck it, I, I gotta, I, I gotta go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor, and of course, when I go, like the night before I went, I laid down on my on my right side, and it felt like somebody was pouring cement down my windpipe. Like oh. it was terrible. I coughed so much, I almost threw up. I actually did a little bit in my mouth, uh, and then I then I rolled over to my other side, rolled to the other side. Fucking fine. I don't understand <laughs> it. Um, so I go and um, the doctor, who is a different doctor, because there was a mix up with the emails and stuff. So I it's they, always a different doctor. They they got me to see somebody um, within like twenty minutes of the time they told me to show up. So that was fine. And um, she had a an assistant who was uh, like a student going mm-hmm. through doing rounds with her and stuff. So she did the interview, talked to me about all my symptoms, and that that took a while because yeah. I've had everything that right. could be wrong. Like if I sit too long, my joints hurt, my legs are stiff, I have a cough that won't go away, you know, my sinuses just drained one day when I tilted my head the wrong way. It's all kinds of terrible, terrible. The fever that 103 degree fever that I had for four days in a row where I had a normal temperature during the day <laughs> and I had vampire fever where all of a sudden at 4.30 it would just skyrocket yeah. back up and uh, the fever broke twice. That doesn't happen. Yeah, that's weird. I totally like drenched in sweat. I was fine the next morning. The next night, 4.30 rolls around, 102.9. Fever broke. I was laying on the sofa. I had one of the one of the pillows, yeah. just a regular like sofa pillow. Soaked. soaked it, soaked it, soaked the blanket I was under. Like uh-huh. ugh, gross. Um, so they're like, okay, we're going to um, send you downstairs because in the in the building it's the one over by North Shore, the Harvard Pilgrim, uh-huh. Harvard Vanguard. So they have like radiology, yeah. phlebotomy, all that stuff in one building. They're like, go do the blood work first. Then get the chest x-ray, then come right back upstairs, tell the person at the desk that I told you to come right back up, and we'll get you in there. And by the time you're, this is the amazing part, by the time you're back in the in in the room, the blood work should be done. Yeah. I'm like, that's like 10 minutes. Yeah. So the blood work was done. Um, they listened to my lungs, and I, and I was clear, like I could breathe deep yeah. and everything. Uh, they told me that my shallow breathing for the longest time um, was not helping because if I don't expand the bottom of my lungs, then stuff kind of sits yeah. there, and that's gross the way they described it. They said, uh, you know, there's no rattle. It doesn't sound like pneumonia, but 
you're not getting a lot of oxygen. You're not getting a lot of air into your lungs when you inhale. Like fantastic. And they're like doing, take a deep breath. Yeah. And they're like, you're not getting a lot of air. So I do the chest x-ray, everything. So they give me the uh, doxy, whatever. Uh, hold on. I have it in the, I, I want to say it properly. So they give me some some instructions, you know, um, rest, <laughs> don't go to work, that kind of thing. Um, I was off. You saw the picture of me in the yeah, mask nice, that actually, nice, nice. I don't do uh, selfies, but that was a doxycycline is what they gave me. It's a uh, two a day for 10 days. Um, I'm feeling better. I still have a cough. My throat's still irritated. Um, so I go home and I'm just like chilling. This was yesterday. Just like, all right, girls are, the girls are, are at my mom's cause they still, no wait, did they go to school? No, they went to school today. Today was the first day since last Thursday they went to school. So they were at my mom's so that I could go to the doctor and just like not have to worry about taking care, just take care of myself for once, right? So I'm home for maybe two or three hours and the doctor calls, my regular doctor. And um, she leaves a message and I call back immediately, like Within two minutes, because yeah. I had to listen to the message twice so that I could hear her say, we saw something on the chest x-ray. Call me back. What the fuck? Why did they dislike that asshole from Arrested Development? So That doctor guy. I call back, and I'm not very pushy because I know that they have to deal with a lot of people and doctors come and go. They have appointments. They might not be available, that kind of thing. And I said, uh, so my doctor, I named the doctor, you know, I know her actual name. I'm not going to say uh, just privacy, whatever. Like uh, she just called and told me to call her back because she needs to talk to me about my chest x-ray. And she said, well, I don't think she's here. I said, let me tell you. She literally just finished leaving a message. Yeah. It was no more than two minutes ago. So unless she was running out the door, she was recording it. <laughs> and she wasn't there. She was gone. She like, I was the last phone call she made. She closed her door and yeah. left. So I am pissed because just fucking leave it on the message. Yeah. Just tell me. Um, but her, her nurse, because every doctor has yeah. that nurse, right? Um, she calls, oh no, she said, call me back. The nurse said, um, well, it's either a shadow or there's a nodule on your, in your lung. And I'm like, all right, what does that mean? Yeah. And she said, I, I can't, I said, I quit smoking seven years ago. Is it from that? Because fuck you, answer me. Right. We don't know. We want to set up a CAT scan so we can get a better look at it. Like, all right, fine. Then we'll have the the people call you. Uh, And the reason I'm telling the story is because the CAT scan story, I think, is kind of funny. There's a little funny element to it that uh, that that's okay. Um, it's a little it's a little TMI, but it's gonna be funny, I think. Um, so I'm like, all right. Fine. She says, you know, I wish I could tell you more, but I don't have the information and it could be any one of a number of things. I'm like, it could be what I'm thinking, right? She's like, there's a chance. But if you had pneumonia, it could be from that. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Fuck you. All right. Whatever. 
So I'm waiting, you know, when is this CAT scan going to be? Do I have to move my shifts around right. at work? Cause I'm not work. I didn't work today or tomorrow. My two normal days off. I took yesterday off because I was dying again. <laughs> and, um, so they call me probably an hour later. It felt yeah. like two days later. They call me an hour later and they're like, okay, going to go to Beverly hospital. And, um, it's at six thirty in the morning. I'm like, fuck. Okay. And I laugh and I'm like, I thought you were going to say at night. And she said, Nope, they're squeezing you in first thing. I'm like, okay. <coughs> they called me for pre-registration, which technically was registration because I just showed up and gave them my name. Yeah. And she said, oh, did they tell you what time you have to be here? I said, yeah, they said 6.30. She said, no, you have to be here an hour early, which means I'd have to be at the hospital at 5.30, which means I got to get up at like fucking quarter of four because I'll hit the alarm a hundred times. Oh, yeah. So I do all that and I'm and I'm trying to get it through my head of okay you're not going to sleep anyway because you're terrified of what's going to you know right. what disease what diseases ass you have to kick after you get the diagnosis. Right. Like all right so she calls back 10 minutes later. She's like you're the chest scan, right? I said, "Yeah." She said, "All right, you can come at 6:30." Like, "Okay. I just want to make sure tomorrow I'm going to Beverly Hospital." It's 6.30 in the morning. She said, yeah. So here's how my morning went. Ellen set the alarm for 5, which is good because I hit the alarm a whole bunch of times. Yeah. Um, I figured there's not a whole lot of traffic going north. No, so I figured 20 minutes would be fine. Half hour I was shooting for it. it ended up being 20 minutes. Can't eat or drink anything, which is good. Great because it was first thing in the morning. I just left. Yeah, I took all my medicine when I came home. If it was noon, I'd be fucked because yeah. two hours. Because you can't have anything in you right. because of the injection you get, which I'm getting to. <laughs> so I get in the car. Oh, the the smaller car had to go to the shop because when I turned to the right, it made this horrific scraping noise. It sounded like the tire was just going to fall off. There's a, something called a backing plate. On, uh, on on the thing and it, it like it just came loose. loose they tapped it back into place checked it drove it and didn't charge us that's cool i love that place <laughs> fast track down the street um so i get in the car i get in the van right and because ellen can walk the girls up to school because it was a nice day that was the whole plan <laughs> and here's the weird part if it was if like it was like this huge mass of black fucking cancer and i got admitted yeah my father's going for his his surgery like, like all his pre-stuff like a month ahead of time because share room that's classes. an episode of scrubs <laughs> that's that's an episode of let's try not to kill ourselves <laughs> um, <laughs> no we would just be drugged up and ignoring right. each other um <laughs> So I get in the car, I go through the industrial park, and I miss the fucking turn because anytime I'm in the industrial park, I'm going 128 to Route 1 South to go to work. Yeah. Because it's like 6 o'clock in the morning, that's the time I go to work. So 
I, I don't go the full way to 128. I get off on Lowell Street, get back on the highway. I get to the hospital. There's a parking spot right in the front of the parking garage. Nice. Just pull in. There is no one in the building. Yeah, it's dead. And I go in. I'm like, uh, I got a 6:30 chest cat scan. I said, uh, and she she starts checking me, and I'm like, I was initially pretty upset <laughs> that it was this early because I didn't sleep last night. Because and she's like, yeah, she said, but she said, um, you know, this is the best time to come here. People kill for these early morning appointments because you're in and out, yeah. and there's no one there. And I'm like, oh. So I fill out the paperwork with what medications I have while I'm down in radiology and I wait and the lady comes out. Everybody was just getting in. Like the woman yeah. that gave me the paperwork still had her coat on. Right. <laughs> so she comes out and she says, um, Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to keep you waiting. Um, we'll go right in. And like, like, I don't know what you wear during a CAT scan. I'm like, where am I going to put my keys and phone? Are there changing rooms or whatever i was wearing this and she told me to take the 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 short sleeve button down like work shirt off because the buttons would look obviously like fucking tumors right (laughs) so it's just my t-shirt like i'm laying on the thing she gets the iv in my arm um like uh, she slides me into the donut and she says i gotta tell you about this injection i'm giving you And it looks like a fucking, Alan doesn't like this terminology, but it looks like the lethal injection machine because it's got the plungers, right? right? So it's saline and some um, like like really mild radioactive iodine to trace the blood vessels and stuff. And um, she said, when I give you this, you're going to have like menopause hot flash. You're going to get a funny taste in the back of your mouth. Everything's going to get warm. But don't worry, because that's supposed to happen. So we did it. The machine told me when to take a deep breath and hold it. She didn't. The machine told me. The Terminator that was taking my picture. Um, But it's it's good, because there's this little, like, slit of a window, so you can see all the parts circling around the donut. So I'm like, that's that's all right. The scan itself took two and a half, three minutes, tops. But... After the stuff went through, any place with a major blood vessel got really warm really fast. (laughs) So any really tight muscle group with a lot of blood vessels around it felt really weird. So she's taking the needle out and she's like, so how do you feel? Cause there's like all kinds of side effects you can have from this. I said, can I tell you something? Cause we were just talking and yeah. like, like there's like, she's so friendly. It's like, I don't I'm never going right. to see her again. So I don't care what I say. Um, I said, I'm going to tell you something really weird. Okay. And she said, all right. I said, my butt got really warm. And by butt, I mean sphincter. Because, <laughs> like, you know, hemorrhoids, yeah. the blue, there's thick blood vessels down yeah. there. Those got really warm. And I swear to God, I was afraid I pooped a little. That's how warm it yeah. was. But I was fine. Everything was good, yeah. totally under control. But I did not expect that. <laughs> the taste in the back of my mouth was weird. It was it was like a, just a chemical taste, but it disappeared almost right away. I did fe- feel weird for, like, the next three or four hours just kind of i don't know out of it probably just yeah. the relief of having it all done and everything she did say after i said my butt got warm 
You're welcome, Scott. Um, she said, well, for women, it's because of the ovaries and, and, yeah. and the uterus and all of the blood vessels there. That's what we feel. <laughs> like, that's interesting. She said, you know, the, the colon, the, uh, all that stuff down because yeah. the way everything's, everything's, everything's built. And she's like, all right, you can put your other shirt back on. You're, you're good. I'm like, wow, that's it. And she's like, yeah, it's actually super easy. Cool. I have no results. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Ah. So we don't know how to stay ends. tuned for episode 300 exactly. where we find out, we'll find that, out if Chris is dying. But I mean, there's there's from what I've seen, if, if, if it's if it's bad, they can go in through the esophagus, through the, the windpipe and um, remove it. Yeah. Or they biopsy it through um, through through your skin if it's close to the outside or right. whatever, or they'll watch it if it's normal. But the good thing is it was called a nodule and not a mass. Yeah. A mass is like a mass. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's a, it's a mess. Just change one letter. Yeah. Um, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. When they use that, those words, um, she didn't call me today. I'm assuming because maybe she wasn't in that office because, you know, doctors move from different yeah. areas. They may not know anything yet either. No, but I figured since I had it so early, there was a good chance she would see it. Yeah. But because I saw another doctor at like 930 that morning and she had called by noon because she had seen and read the report and all that stuff. And it may actually made me feel good that instead of just giving me antibiotics and kicking me out the door, they're actually looking at this stuff oh, yeah. and being like, all right, well, what else is, is going on? So, uh. Cool. Well, so we'll see. Safe. We'll see if I get lucky and I get away with not getting cancer from smoking. I told... <laughs> I told Ellen, I said, if I have a lump of cancer in my lung from smoking, as soon as it's out and my voice comes back, because clearly my voice would right. be shot from having tubes down my throat, I get to stand in front of my father and tell him to quit smoking until he says he will. Yeah. Because I'll be that asshole. Yeah. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Oh, I know. I'll be fine. This. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's funny. I said to Ellen... Uh, I said, when I had that 103 degree fever for like all those days in a row and I had a blasting migraine that wouldn't go away and my intestines were an active rebellion against me and everything, <laughs> I said, I understand why sick people want to die. I get that. Yeah. I said, and now in this nebulous area that I'm in right now, I understand why when people get cancer, they stand up straight and say, fuck you. Yeah. I, I I survived the thyroid. I survived that with dark fucking humor yeah. too. So <laughs> I told Ellen that if it is cancerous and it gets removed and everything's fine, I'm getting the fucking Hydra logo put on my back because um you get it put on your chest wherever the thing was. Yeah. Bam, right there. <laughs> it's on the she said, um Ellen said too, she's like, You have the FET logo, the skull on your left arm and the right side was the one giving you the problems. You're like, you need another skull on the other side. I'm like, all right. Protection. But the for the Hydra thing, like like we we were not doing too good. We were just all kind of down about everything, Ellen, with work. So I sent her a thing that said, you know, the doctor said we couldn't have kids. We had two. Um, 
I got fired from my job. I got one twice as good. Blah, 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 blah. So our whole thing is hail Hydra because you cut off one head. We're going to come back twice as strong. You tell us we can't have kids. Fuck you. We have two, you know? So if I am sedated and they take the stuff out that the first thing I'm going to say to Ellen when I wake up, if I fucking remember is I'll get her to come in real close. And in that raspy voice, I'll just hail Hydra and she'll laugh because she'll know that I'm, I'm okay. So, but yeah, not because of the Nazi shit. They, they were Hydra wasn't full of Nazis. No, they were smarter than that. It was it was deep science research. It all comes back to fucking science. I've heard about that. <laughs> it's all right. It's a thing. Hey, oh, um, so now to totally change the subject, um, my brother got me a straight razor. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, can you see my neck? Yeah, not bad. No, that's where I started. Um, the difference between a straight razor and a Mach 5 is you don't have to push. No pressure is required. See, over here, mm-hmm. like, that's okay. It, the, I did it yesterday. And, and my neck over here, that looks yeah. all right, right? Over here, I bled. I cut my face. Like, I moved it down my cheek and I, and I felt it. It didn't hurt. That's how sharp it is. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, that's going to bleed. I said that out loud. That's going to fucking bleed. (laughs) There it goes. Yeah. Um, But it's a matter of learning how to hold it and angle it the right way. 20 to 30 degree angle. No pressure on your skin. Like that's what I pushed like toward the bottom of my neck. I pushed a little too hard. I liked it. And I didn't believe some of the stuff where it's like when you hold that thing to your throat and you use it properly. I used it like we'll say 45% properly. Yeah. And you walk away and you're not dead. You feel like a badass. <laughs> um, I am probably going to shave the rest off, leave the sideburns so I can just practice more. Yeah. Um, but I've been putting Neosporin on here cause I, one of the, one of the spots did bleed for about a half hour. Um, <laughs> but it was just, it was just like a pin prick. It was just like a little pinprick that just kept yeah. welling up into a dot that I would wipe and it would well yeah. up. And, but um, the smell of it and 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 reading the whole thing where it's like it's it's not something you do in the morning before you go to work. It's a routine. Yeah, like it's a you, ritual. Yeah, so it's gonna it, it's gonna help me slow down and yeah. you know do that. And I have like a hundred and four blades. You use one per shave. A hundred blades cost ten bucks. The razor was like twenty because mm. I'm using disposable ones for yeah. now to see if I like it, and then maybe I'll move over to the hone the blade yeah. with the strop and everything. Um, but the soap with the with the badger brush, um, you swirl it and then you like paint it, and it 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 coats around every hair way better than regular shaving cream could. So even if you still use a regular blade, using the shaving soap is not a bad idea. And it smells nice. So we'll see. I did, I did, it also says don't keep it in the bathroom because the blades will rust. Any tiny little bit is going to tear the shit out of your face. So I have the stuff in here because it's fairly less humid. So I've been wanting to try it for a while. Like I watched Sweeney Todd and I watched, you know, the, the shaving yeah. and I'm like, that's actually kind of interesting. And then I started watching more and more videos of it and I had my neck 
done at the barbershop a couple times and I didn't break out. That was the, that was the best yeah. part. Uh, shaving the back of my neck with a Mach 5 with all those razors, it kind of creates irritation. Yeah. But in the right hands, just a, it just slices the hair. It doesn't even take, like, might take a tiny layer of skin off, but not like, like I expect not to have bumps on my neck a month from now yeah. once I learn how to use it the right way. It's interesting though. It's very, I was going to do it the day before, but I was way too tired. My hands were shaking. Yeah. I was dizzy because I didn't it's have like, any medicine. Right? Not a good time to. I actually made like, a good decision and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to fucking yeah, do this. So. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Sleepy day. Uh, once all this stuff passes, we got to, we're going to talk to somebody about the dog. We have a new furniture delivered on Friday. That's nice. Very exciting stuff. Good. So that'll be fun. We got a new TV table. Very nice. Very excited. Very nice. We um. What are you guys doing for Mother's Day? I have the uh, Art of How to Train Your Dragon Two book, and um, um, what's it called? I ordered um, Ellen. Ellen had said the other day that the biggest problem she has with her phone is sometimes she doesn't have a place to charge it. When she went to New York, like they had to yeah. sit in a Starbucks or wherever it was yeah. till the phone was charged. She said, and I, as she saw in Think Geek, they have these little tiny charger things. And I, I did a little research and they're good, but I found one that can charge three devices at once or can no, charge cool. your phone five and a half times yeah. with just one. So I ordered one of those. Uh, I'll give her that. The girls will give her the book and she'll do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Um, when Julie originally bought an iPad for herself, like when the like mm. when the two came out, yeah. Um, eventually, Frankie just sort of took that over. <laughs> Seriously, he wouldn't let her use it for work. And then the motherboard on it died. Mm. And um, so, That's too bad. So we went and got her a mini that Frankie just, she can't get near it. So um, I got her an iPad mini. Oh, yeah? So, nice. So I'm going to try to secretly set it up ah. so that I can then, like, record the kids saying Happy Mother's Day. Nice. Like a, like a thing. So Nice. So I just got to figure out when to do that. Yeah. She's asleep and stuff like that. So Yeah. We've had kind of bad luck on Mother's Day. We spent one in the emergency room because Ripley fell like two feet and smacked her head. Yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. Um, so I, I'm fully assuming that this time I'll be yeah. either getting ready or just back from the well, hospital. We've got lacrosse. Oh, I wonder what time we have lacrosse games that day. We only uh, have one because Olivia's fucked up her shoulder. Oh, no. So she's not playing. She's She played two games this season, and she's not in a mood to play. Oh. So let's see, Mother's Day, the eleventh. We're you're not playing. you're not talking into the mic. We are playing <laughs> four o'clock. <laughs> That's a the shitty time on Mother's it Day. Really is. Huh. Go to Methuen. Where the fuck is Nicholson? Oh, Methuen. Oh, well, that's not far from your no, house, that's right? Not far from me. Okay, that's not bad. But I'll tell you, I'm kind of glad that we're not doing Olivia's game because Olivia's game is it would it be at 
nine thirty, uh, and then Lily's game at four so in the same city. Ah, uh, no, oh. no, Olivia's in Wilmington. So Wilmington, that's like near Burlington, a little bit, sort of. Is that where my brother lives? I don't know where your brother lives. Fuck, that's. I know he lives in a place that starts with a W. Why the fuck don't I ever know this? But Lily scored last week. Yeah, my brother lives in Wilmington. I know where Wilmington is. God damn it. It's no, God, to be fair, to be fair. Um yesterday when I was getting all the doctor phone calls, like I totally forgot to take my daily medicine. I didn't eat. <laughs> so, that's oh. I got the Vita. I got the PS Vita. Did you? Uh, I did. Oh, man. Did they say, you're the first person to buy one in six weeks? No. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, how is it? I like it a lot. Good. I really do. Well, that's all that matters, really. I really I mean, do. I good. got the Uncharted game, and that's what I've been playing. Nice. And um, Yeah, I love Because you know I loved my PSP. God, I loved that thing. Yeah, you really did. I you did really did. Loved that thing. So, I'm excited about this. It's very fun. Good. Anywho, so next week, 300. Yeah, I am like like I was driving home from work the other day, and you ever you ever get so tired, but only on half of your face, where you 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 close your eye and it doesn't want to open. No. Okay, I must have been sick then. Yeah. So. I have to say the girls with this whole pneumonia thing, they didn't fucking complain once. They are they are not my children because <laughs> I turned I'm into a giant baby. I'm the worst fucking sick person. Julie can oh. like still, like that stomach bug. Yeah. Julie just kept fucking going. I don't know how she did it. It shut Ellen down I, for like, me down. For like, like a day and this, a half. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Maybe two days. But the sinus thing, once she took the medicine, she's like, fuck, there's stuff that's got to get done. But like, I was I was on the sofa like it was so bad I was I was so sick I shut the TV off and went wow. to bed I don't fucking do that I um I didn't even I play know. video games that's how bad it was I don't know what I was dreaming about but Olivia told me that I was laughing <laughs> like you've seen me lose it when yeah. I laugh oh okay? yeah like that bad oh. saying that is so awesome <laughs> that is so awesome <laughs> laughing my ass off. Nice. So I would love to fucking know what was going on in I my know, head. Huh? Can you imagine? Oh my god! <laughs> so last week uh, after I did the show with Bill, I stopped at the uh, the Salem tar- uh, Walmart right over the bridge from Lynn there, and because uh, I'm looking for that one yeah. Monster High doll, the uh, the zombie boy. The boys are incredibly difficult to find. Uh, there's an online tracking system that they have that, like... So you were searching for a boy toy. A boy zombie, yeah. Um, his name's Slow-Mo, because he's a zombie. And it's Ghoulia's boyfriend, because she's a zombie, but she's, like, a super smart science character and stuff, so that's good. Um, he's nowhere to be found, because the rumor is the production error was they gave him the wrong hands. They gave him, like, vampire claw hands. Yeah. Instead of normal Frankenstein zombie style hands. So no one has him anywhere. So I'm walking around Target. I'm talking to Alan. She doesn't know I'm not driving. And um, <laughs> I, just, I flip through the figures real quick. And I'm like, holy shit. She's like, are you okay? Are you in a car accident? What's going on? I'm like, I just found 
two slow mos, and they're only like twelve dollars. <laughs> right? And I'm like, I'm like, I'm fucking buying them. I'm, I'm gonna. It'll be there, graduate, because it's school related, yeah. right? Because it's Monster High, yeah. so there's a big emphasis on classes in the toy line, at least. Like, there's a science class yeah. and a home ec one, um, and the show is about getting along as friends. So that's fine. That all works. Like community. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, I'm going to use Joel McHale's uh, press. What, what was the White House correspondence uh, his, bit? Uh, I'm going to do that at the uh, end of the show because it is, I don't know how he's not dead. Interesting. He's he's going to be in a car crash. He's exactly how you would expect, which yeah. is really interesting. The NSA is going to kill him. He tells Obama at one point that the best joke he told out of both terms so far is uh, he's going to close Guantanamo. That's the best joke Obama told. <laughs> like, holy shit, dude, you are a dead man. Wow. Um, yeah, black helicopters. Yeah. So I have these. Sl- I have the the two dolls in the trunk, and um, we decided it's going to be graduation. Will get the two ghoulias that we have put one in ripley's room and she can sit on the box for each like with a little yeah. note that says hurry up and open open up my boyfriend or whatever it's something funny um but they get diagnosed with walking pneumonia and i'm and uh, i'm in work and i'm thinking about it for a couple hours and i'm like i asked nova how she was doing every morning i asked ripley how she's doing and their answers are fine <laughs> they are walking death like i should be wearing a plague mask when i'm around them with like the tri-corner hat and the fucking <laughs> duster and everything and where do you keep your dead yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly it's funny nice men in black reference I like that um best two lines in that movie and um i don't have any <laughs> and um I ask her, I asked over the next morning, right? And she's like, oh, I'm a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) I got to stop smoking. Not a fucking complaint out of either one of them. They're just either lethargic and they just sit there and and we watch TV or they try to be normal and that's, and that's it. And I I sent a text to Ellen. I'm like, um, I've decided I'm going to give them each one. I was going to like try and sell one to somebody that, you know, right. has been looking for it. But I'm like, I'm going to give Ripley one. I'm going to give Nova one. And I, I said, you know, oh, excuse me. I said, you guys have been way better than you had any right to be. <laughs> you guys should be crying yeah. and, and, and complaining like me. <laughs> And you haven't, I said, and I'm really proud of you guys. And then I made them take the pillows off of their faces because I don't trust them to just cover their eyes. I wanted to put them on the little table there so they could like, and their reaction, I recorded it. It wasn't like a jumping up and down kind of thing. It was like, it was like they saw a unicorn. I can't believe I'm seeing this. They're like, that looks like slow-mo, but I'm not going to fucking say it because it's probably some kind of sick fever dream joke. But they It's really just a bag of chips. <laughs> it is. It's two potatoes. <laughs> um, but they, they, they. Uh, you know, we we tr- cool. we try not to like. If if it was up to me, I would buy something for them every day. Yeah. And it's not. It's not because they want it. It's not to spoil them. It's because they're. It's it's them. Yeah. You know, and I know you know exactly oh, what totally. I mean. 
Um, and I really have to rein it in. Like I was in Newberry Comics the other day. I'm like, oh, there's Frozen shirts with Elsa on them at the register, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't need to buy that for them. But I fucking want to. Ah. <sighs> So instead, I bought a couple of graphic novels, Teen Titans, a um, uh, two Teen Titans ones, and something else, I forget. That's how important that was. But they're reading, so anything they'll read yeah. is, is good. They picked out their own comic books at Newberry Comics the other day, so. Cool. They're doing all right. But holy shit, am I proud of them. I don't know. They they must get it from Ellen because she doesn't complain. I am the biggest fucking baby ever. I and can I can take it cut. I can take... Uh, when I broke my knee, I walked to a chair and sat down and I sat there for like two minutes and I said, all right, take me to the hospital. I had the kidney stone. I threw up on the floor from the pain. I called Ellen. I'm like, you got to take me to the hospital. Yeah, like I can be fine like that. Yeah. Well, I'm uncomfortable every day, you know. <laughs> every day, look at my wrist. That's I just that shit is. Look at that. Hmm. Fucking, it hurt today. Huh. Anyway. I I can't I can't take the being sick. I can take a headache, sinus pressure, but the fever, the achy, the nausea, and hungry at the same time. Ugh. Being nauseous and hungry at the same time—that's like a fucking cruel trick, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, it's like it's like Palpatine with lights. You want this, but if you take it, everything will be ruined. <laughs> the, oh, also, so another Star Wars yes. thing. Um, somebody is uh, is suggesting that Han's not going to make it out of the next movie. He won't make it out of seven. Um, I don't think giving in to Harrison Ford's uh, character demands is a good idea. The story should dictate that. Um, and Lupita Nongo, how do you say her name? No, Nongo. She? Um, she was the one from Twelve Years a Slave. Ah, uh, yeah. They're saying that 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 she's been cast and she's going to play Asajj Ventress. And my first reaction was, why the fuck would you hire a thirty-five-year-old actress to play a character that would clearly be seventy-five years old by the time this movie rolls around? Shit, don't make sense. Not to mention, she's white. Yeah, like, not even just she's, she's white. Like piece of chalk white. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. You know what? I think that's. Well, you a know what? They, they could they could change how she looks. Flavor of the month. You know what? Put her in the movie. She's a great actress. Yeah, put her in there. Give her a role. That's movie. fine. I saw the movie. She yeah. was she was okay. Oh, and they're also uh, the the one credible thing that I actually sort of believe is uh, Max von Sydow's um, role is a voice, voice role, only. and I'm like that. That's the fucking best part of him right now. Not that I don't like yeah. how he looks, but his voice. No, like is... I said, but him being in it is very similar to having you know Christopher, you know fucking dracula in it before yeah you know? yeah they're like that same genre that same kind of you know era hmm. kind of guy so yeah I, I i'm very curious to see and they said that the big bad is not going to be a sith and my reaction to that was <laughs> fucking awesome yeah that's great. Good. Why? Because the big bad in a new hope Wait, was the I, empire. I heard that some shit where like Hans like president of the universe or something. Oh yeah, like they that. somebody put up what what it's I, I actually I I that copied Luke, it. That Luke is like, you know, the Ben Kenobi fucking 
character type. Yeah, let me uh, let me scroll down here because that was actually interesting. Um, I love our Facebook group. How just fucking diverse and full yeah. of different stuff it is. Uh, let's see. Let me go down, down, down some more. Spider-Man 2, that dickhead. Uh, wow. How f- far? Oh, you know what's funny? The other day, oh. you know how, just for a second, you know how, like, whenever I walk by Chick-fil-A in the mall, yeah. I have to go audibly, <coughs> fuck those guys? Yep, yep. So I did that. <laughs> well, what, that was, oh, my God, that was today. <laughs> I was in the mall today. So I'm walking by, and I just kind of look over. I'm like, Fuck those guys. This guy kind of walking like, just just walking by me. He's just kind of like, I know, right? He just kept going. <laughs> really? Like, yes. Oh, that's awesome. That was awesome. Uh, okay, so it was on io9, and I don't remember where it was reported from, but uh, Lupita Nyong'o, yeah. I'm probably saying that totally wrong, right. that she'd be Ventress. I eh. think that's a bad idea. Whatever, right? I mean, she yeah. could be a night sister. Yeah, that's fine. So. Daughter? They're I don't know. Calling her a night sister, I don't know that feels racist <laughs> daisy ridley will be playing a member of the solo family i can totally see that uh cedo and it's really hard i gotta actually i actually have to think about his name before because yeah. i've always said sidow um cedo will be providing voice only that will run through all of the movies apparently good for him it says luke will be the obi-wan type character of the new trilogy what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. He's so, he's going to be a double-talking dickhead yeah. that never tells the truth? Or is he going to be in charge of something? He needs to be in charge of the resurgence of the Jedi. Uh, Han is the high commander of the New Republic. I don't see that. No. He'd be too old. He would have to retire. And that's also not his fucking thing. Well, he was general in Jedi. Well, that's fucking one thing. You know, you, know, that's, that's... you know who should be the fucking high commander of the Republic or the second in charge? All right, let me think. Lando. No, I'll give you a hint. Fuck Lando. For second in charge, I don't think he would take the full-on responsibility of all of it. Because I would say fucking Admiral Akbar still needs to be in charge, right? Akbar's second should be a dude from the original trilogy. Oh, okay. Right? You know who? Who? Wedge. Okay. Wedge can be in charge of yeah. the, the the Republic Navy. Uh, Leia yeah, is now... him off into his own little Battlestar Galactica <sighs> type show yeah. where it's all ships. <laughs> uh, Leia is now the queen regent of the Republic. What the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. Why Why would you have a queen of a Republic? Right. Of a, that's, of a that's democracy. That's a stupid fucking thing. I don't know. And the big bad is not a Sith Lord. That's fine. I, I'm good with that. But Leia shouldn't... But what does that even mean? If anything, she could be high commander of the New Republic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, she arm wrestles Mon Mothma for it or some <laughs> shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because Mon Mothma was about this. Well. she's She'd be older. She, she would be. be yeah. No, because she was in the Clone Wars cartoon. So now that that's canon, she was probably uh, 25 when Luke was born, when Luke and Leia were born. So. Yeah, she's definitely. Yeah, because she was yeah. probably in her forties in Jedi. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. She'd be, she'd she just be, looked. She just looked good for her age. So yeah, she's probably yeah. in her. Yeah. Whatever. 
Yeah. So yeah, she's kind of. It's all yeah, no bullshit until until there's you know I'm really disappointed we didn't get just a taste of the character names, not necessarily who they're attached to, and they don't know. They also don't talk about Boyega. Who who's he playing? Better not be Lando's fucking kid. All right. That's just, you know how you complain about small galaxy. Yeah, exactly. That's too fucking small that all of the kids from all of the famous people are all together. I don't. It'd be really funny to me if uh, what's his face there from uh, Harry Potter and Dread. um, I can't remember his name. The redheaded kid. He he could be General Maydean's son oh yeah right. <laughs> that would throw everybody for a fucking loop and he could be the high fucking queen region of the republic <laughs> you know you know who the high queen region of the re- region of the republic is huh. 3po <laughs> yeah yeah His first order of the day would have goodness gracious me printed on the money <laughs> i would really like to see jabba's son show up in one of these it's Jabba's son from uh, the first yeah. Clone Wars movie. Yeah. Because Hutts live for a while. Yeah, could be. And did you see the picture of Chewie? He doesn't have any gray hair. I thought he'd have gray hair. Yeah, probably but then again, balls. if you're 200, what's another 30 years once Seriously. you're 200? That's a lot of Grecian formula those mm. dogs go through. So it's all just... It's all, it's all speculation. Yeah. I don't know. I, when do you think we're going to see something like anything substantial? I don't know, but did you see the Disney Infinities doing the Marvel characters? Yes. So, and I put it out there, you're going to see something for the Star Wars ones for Christmas 2015. Oh, definitely. Definitely for for next year, yeah. It has there there has to be. And I heard that fin- is Phineas and Ferb doing a Marvel Star Wars I think they episode? may have done it already. Oh. I don't have cable anymore, so I don't know. I didn't see any pictures show up anywhere, so. But uh, I don't know. Uh, they said that there's definitely going to be a connection between Rebels and Episode 7. Good. But they're not saying what it is. And I don't want to know anything. There's really. another rumor that Obi-Wan is going to show up in Rebels. Because there's an action figure that says Rebels, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Which funny. is fine, because it totally makes sense. Because. Yeah. He's got to hide somewhere, so yeah. why don't you go to a place where the Empire has a hold on everything? I don't know. The trailer for Rebels actually looked pretty good. Yeah. I was, I was, I'm pretty impressed with it. A couple of girls, a couple of guys, yeah. an alien, a robot. That'd be fun. That's Star Wars. That's good. We have anything from Scott yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Should we do that? Yeah, I'm starting to fade. Me too. I don't know if it's that giant gulp of sangria that I've gone back to sangria in the last day. Um, so, not that I'm drinking my problems away. You know what? Here's the most fucked up thing. This is this is what went through my head about what this thing in my lung could be. The um, An alien. Well, it could be yes, but the um, the comforter, the down comforter we have on the bed, uh-huh. feathers get out of that thing every now and then. And I swear to God, I've inhaled one or two in my nose while I'm sleeping because I wake up going (laughs) like a fucking maniac. So what if one of them is in my chest? Could be. Yeah. Yeah. That means an angel took a shit in my chest. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Uh, let me unpause that there. Let me do this, that, and this. What did you eat that was black? <laughs> that was just awful. <coughs> What's, what did you eat that was black? I don't know. It was just terrible. You're racist. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> know why your baby's crying because they know you're a fucking moron (laughs) (laughs) hey there chris and frank this is reverend scott and this week i'm gonna do something a little bit different instead of a long scripted segment where i interlace all kinds of horrible things you guys have said i'm just gonna put everything together so you guys can hear something special that chris talked about last week oh no and right at the end i'm gonna add in a little sting that's a blast from the past so what's the story that i speak of Well, the following is the story of the time Chris went to the doctor for some fun, but he had a little trouble getting his nubby little penis out of his pants. I actually forgot to tell a story last week. Can I tell now? Is it disgusting? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. I don't don't normally do that. I don't like going to the emergency. Doctor comes in. And he had like cold hands. He's like, okay, he looks and he's like, yeah, there's there's something in there. <laughs> Pulls that little the little nubby thing in the front to see if it'll come out and if it comes out far enough for enough for us to grab because I don't want to push it in further. I'm like, oh, obviously, yeah, that makes sense. Pulls that and I look up at the light. I'm like, I can kind of see it. So then I use the camera so I can get a zoom close up yeah. view. I can't grab it. I can't grab it. Well, it's not my fault. His penis is so small. <laughs> and then like. Because it had started to come out a little and where he yeah. could grab it. Oh, and um, he says, give me a suture kit because they come with <coughs> tweezers. Yeah. And they are the nastiest looking tweezers. Like it's the handle and then it flares out yeah. to a point, flares out to another point, And it's like, that's what he put in my ear. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, good. Don't forget mouth, yeah. nose, ears, eyes, butt. So he said, this is going to bubble a little bit. It might feel weird. <laughs> It's not like we're in a huge rush. She's, there's no pain right. from it at all. I like how that feels. Yeah, there's a lot of putting things in and taking yeah, things out. stuff out in and drinking yarn stuff. And But I am totally, like, wiped. Just, yeah. just done. Because I actually had to get up and physically do yeah. shit in the butt. <laughs> that was a true-to-life story that was not edited in any way. Peace and love, guys. <laughs> Giving me a huge Cleveland steamer. Feels good on my chest. Man, do I love that shit. (laughs) What a fucking cocksucker. Wow. That might be the best editing. Not that last part. Because that was not fake at all. Um, That was great. That was good. That was really good. Uh, I'm in trouble next week. So much. I told the story about the warm feeling in my butt. Yeah. Just adding that last bit on. Hey, you see, I bought the one character I don't like in the Six Inch series. Yeah. I bought Han because he I dropped. not like Han. Because everybody else does, I guess. Fuck, I bought Greedo first. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Greedo costs less, though. Um, I There's a website, Camel, Camel, Camel. 
the dumb name. Yeah. But you can import your uh, a wish list from Amazon or anything really, yeah. and it will track prices. So you can set like, oh, if it drops below or if it drops by ten bucks, yeah. send me an alert. Oh, that's cool. So I had Han in there because I'm not paying twenty bucks for these figures. Yeah. So I got him for about twelve dollars. That's not bad. I'm like, all right, that's that's good. I'll do that. Cool. Um. So yeah, because I, I really like the Chewbacca that yeah. they have coming out. Uh, I got a Pilot Luke R2. I'm going to hold out. I'm holding out for a, a Leia that's not a slave Leia because I'm not. Uh, no. Because you're not 12 years old anymore. Yeah. I mean, what I want to do is get the core the core characters, Greedo and Boba Fett, clearly. Right. So, yeah, the six-inch line is actually pretty nice. But hopefully they'll kind of push that aside when um, episode 7 comes out and they can focus on the other scale to fit with the other figures if I'm still collecting then so I real quick and then, and then we'll end the show I ordered uh, Cherno Alpha and um, whatever the fuck the name of that other robot is from Pacific Rim in mm. uh, this last thing Romeo Blue Tacit Ronin I don't know Tacit Ronin's Japanese anyway um because I figure Toys R Us isn't going to stock these things. Newberry Comics will have right. them for too much. I go into fucking Toys R Us today, and I don't know if it was because I'm just totally out of it, but I swear to God, there was like 10 of each on the shelf. Really? Like, oh, fuck. Same price as I paid for them, though. Nova loves calling a Cherno Buckethead. <laughs> so. Oh. Okay. All right, go I just I got nothing else. I'm just kind of right. rambling on. Um, oh, I know you're not watching Shield, but it's really good. I, I know like what I they're doing. To it. I haven't. And I read a headline that said that the last episode of this season is going to have direct impact on Marvel's cinematic universe. Yeah. I'm like uh, all right. Yeah. No. As it good should. for you. Good for you. So. So next right. week is episode three hundred, and I don't think uh, we're not doing anything special, right? We're just gonna. We're just we gonna, should. Um, we should. We should. Um, simulcast delay it a week. Or, <laughs> no, we should. No, we'll do it live. We should do the movie three hundred. Uh, really? And then every now and again we'll talk in slow yeah. motion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. This is, are you serious? Oh, boy. So, anyway. <laughs> um, maybe maybe there'll actually be something, like, non-depressing and, yeah. and interesting that we and can I'll talk about. And I'll be more fun next week. I'm tired. I might not be. So we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. Hey, I, I bought a book today. It's called Kwai Don. It's a Japanese ghost stories. It was at Barnes & Noble. It was, like, six fifty or something because it's in the reduced section. Every page, four color, like Japanese, yeah. like painting. Like, it's a really nice book. Yeah, I bought a book. I bought two Good. books. I bought Colbert's other America book that comes with 3D glasses. It was marked down to six bucks. But yeah, guys, I, I'm deadly in the bookstore. I really restrained myself today. So that was good. I've been. I just. I do a lot of magazines when I go to the bookstore. Mm. I like magazines. I didn't even go near the magazines because I. I didn't want to walk away with like forty of yeah. them. So really, what I was doing because it's the bookstore and Toys R Us. I, I went to Target, got some windshield wipers for the van because Ugh. all they were doing was smearing water back and forth on the yeah. windshield. So I replaced those, and then I figure, okay, well, it's been three hours since my exam. 
three no it was like 10 11 o'clock so yeah i'm like if she's gonna call it's gonna be any time and you know the the harvard vanguard is like right across like right past the yeah. post office i'm like i'll be right here so i can actually go in and talk to her but she didn't call to hate waiting by the phone waiting for them bitches to call. <sighs> yeah. yeah it's tough it's i don't know I don't know what to do with myself. I think that's the worst part is I'm just waiting for the phone call that says, oh, yeah, it was just a shadow, you know, or we got to talk. That's why I didn't want to go to the doctor. I didn't want to get a chest X-ray, you know. It's that whole ignorance is bliss thing. And I'm happy. Wait. (laughs) I, I will be glad that I had it done, though, once I know what's going on. Because if it's just from pneumonia, then that means my lungs are clear. Yeah. And, I, and I dodged a fucking 50 bullet? caliber bullet right yeah. there. So to recap the show, Spider-Man, I would give it a B. Solid B, B plus. Yeah, B plus. Yeah. I'm looking forward to what they do with Venom because they mentioned Venom a bunch of times. Felicia was in the movie. So you get your black cat angle. Sinister Six is all set up. Sinister Six is my favorite group of villains outside of the six on the executor in Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah. All right, this is an all right show. All Before right. we train yeah. wreck the Let's fucking end. Wreck. All right, goodbye. person standing between you and your after party so in just an hour and 15 minutes you'll be walking out of here all right i'm gonna break jay leno's record tonight strap in here we go good evening mr president or as paul ryan refers to you yet another inner city minority relying on the federal government to feed and house your family 
I'm a big fan of President Obama. I think he's one of the all-time great presidents, definitely in the top 50. Please explain that to Jessica Simpson. You're right, that was low. All right. How about the president's performance tonight, everyone? It is, it's amazing that you can still bring it with fresh, hilarious material. And my, uh, my favorite bit of yours was when you said you'd close the detention facility at Guantanamo Bay. That was a classic. That was hilarious, hilarious. Still going. Um, I'd like to uh, take a moment to recognize the first lady, Mrs. Obama. You have been very kind to me and my family especially when you showed us all how to tear a phone book in half with your bare hands. That was, it was incredible. I'd also like to thank the White House Correspondents Association for having me and for not being able to book Jimmy Fallon. That's true. All right, um, look, um, I know it's been a long night, but I promise that tonight will be both amusing and over quickly, just like Chris Christie's presidential bid. I got a lot of these tonight, so uh, buckle up, Governor Christie. Excuse me. Extender buckle up. All right. Um, no. I deserve that. I, I agree on that one. That You're right on. Now, allow me to tell you a little about myself. My name is Joel McHale. I'm on an NBC show called Community. That's exactly what I thought. I also host a show called The Soup, which is on the E! Network. Thank you. To Republicans in attendance, E! is the channel that your deeply closeted gay son likes to watch. <laughs> Democrats, it's the same channel that your happy, openly gay son likes to watch. <laughs> e! is also home to the Kardashians, who, believe it or not, are Republicans. And I know that because they're always trying to screw black people. <laughs> yep. Now just the men. Uh, okay. Um, uh, it's an honor to be here tonight at the Washington Hilton. I'm tingling with excitement. Or maybe that's just the bed bugs. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed your dinner. The filet tonight was grass-fed beef freshly dragged off the Clive and Bundy ranch. The steaks are very tasty once you pull off the tiny white hoods. Oh, see, oh, you like Clive and Bundy. Okay, I get it. All right, great. All right, let it be known. Let the record show. All right. Um, tonight's show is being broadcast on C-SPAN. C-SPAN is, uh, yeah, uh, C-SPAN is like one of those paranormal activity movies. It's just grainy shots of empty rooms interrupted by images of people you're pretty sure died a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, and stay tuned after the Correspondence Dinner for an all-new episode of C-SPAN's hit show so you think you can remain conscious. Very competitive. Um, this is the 100th year of the White House Correspondence Association. Yes. 100 years ago, CNN was only searching for the Wright Brothers plane. It's true. Uh, and the correspondence dinner itself is a tradition dating back to 1920. Back then, this event was only for men. It's true. 
And there's a plaque in the lobby commemorating this as the location of the very first ever Total Sausage Fest. (laughs) Hashtag Total Sausage Fest. But that's all changed. Now America is truly a land of diversity. Only here would you find a black president, a soon-to-be Hispanic majority, and all 19 nationalities contained within Ariana Huffington's accent. (laughs) That was low. Um, It's a genuine thrill to be here in Washington, D.C., the city that started the whole crack-smoking mayor craze. (laughs) You guys were the first. I hope he's not here tonight. Um, People say that Toronto Mayor Rob Ford is a clumsy mess, but he can't help it. He's a big guy. He's like a bull in a crack pipe shop. (laughs) Between Rob Ford, Justin Bieber, and Ted Cruz, you just want to tell Canada, hey, hey, relax. We already have a Florida. (laughs) Ted Cruz proposed a government shutdown to protest the Affordable Care Act and everyone else in Congress decided to go along with it simply to get some time away from Ted Cruz. (laughs) The Tea Party is anti-socialism and anti-immigration, so it makes sense that their hero is a Cuban from Canada. (laughs) Poignant. That one was poignant. Um, The vice president isn't here tonight, not for security reasons. He just thought this event was being held at the Dulles Airport Applebee's. Yes, right now, Joe is elbow deep in jalapeno poppers and talking to a construction cone he thinks is John Boehner. (laughs) Also true. Um, It's crazy to think that Joe Biden is only one heartbeat away from no one taking him seriously as president. (laughs) Sorry for that one. Biden will likely be running for president in 2016, saying, and I quote, There's no obvious reason not to. He talks about his motivation for a presidential run as if he's deciding to finish a meatball hoagie. Hey, it's there, isn't it? Look, all I'm saying, if the bread is toasty and the cheese is warm, I'm going to finish that thing. Jill, bring me my hoagie bib. No, not that one, the fancy one. Hillary Clinton has a lot going for her as a candidate. She has experience, she's a natural leader, and as our first female president, we could pay her 30% less. That's a saving this country could use. Who's with me? Hillary's daughter Chelsea is pregnant, which means in nine months, we will officially have a sequel to Bad Grandpa. It also raises the question, when the baby is born, do you give Pill Clinton a cigar? (laughs) You guys sound like you're on a roller coaster right now. There's a heated race on the Republican side. They're all battling to see who will win over the GOP base, and more importantly, who gets to apply turtle wax to Sheldon Adelson's rascal scooter. Jeb Bush says he's thinking about running. Wow, another Bush might be in the White House. Is is it already time for our every 10 years surprise party for Iraq? (laughs) 
Yes. Um, as it stands right now, the Republican presidential nominee will either be Jeb Bush, Rand Paul, or a bag of flour with Ronald Reagan's face drawn on it. <laughs> bag of flour. All right. Um, people are asking, will Donald Trump run again? And the answer is, does that thing on his head crap in the woods? I, I actually don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that thing on his head has a digestive system, so. Speaking of digestive systems, Chris Christie is here. He's actually here tonight. Wow, sir, you are a glutton for punishment. So here we go. Chris Christie, uh, his administration canceled the train tunnel to Manhattan. They're closing the Pulaski Skyway, and they blocked the George Washington Bridge. Finally, a politician willing to stand up to America's commuters. <laughs> Governor, do you want uh, bridge jokes or size jokes? Because uh, I got a bunch of both. I could go half and half. I know you like a combo platter. Uh, now, I get that. I'm sorry for that joke, Governor Christie. I didn't know I was gonna tell it, but I take full responsibility for it. <laughs> Whoever wrote it will be fired. But the buck stops here. So I will be a man and own up to it just as soon as I get to the bottom of how it happened because I was unaware it happened until just now. I'm appointing a blue ribbon commission of me to investigate the joke I just told. And if I find any wrongdoing on my part, I assure you, I will be dealt with. I just looked into it. It turns out I'm not responsible for it. Justice has been served. He's going to kill me. Uh, Mr. President, you're no stranger to criticism. Ted Nugent called you a subhuman mongrel and it's comments like that which really make me question whether we can take the guy who wrote Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang seriously anymore. <laughs> Your approval rating has slipped, and even worse, you've only got two stars on Yelp. <laughs> Mitch McConnell said his number one priority was to get the president out of office. So Mitch, congrats on being just two years away from realizing your goal. You did it! Kind of. Mr. President, your harshest critics have compared you to Joseph Stalin, Adolf Hitler, and even Satan. And, and I just have to say, those comparisons are outrageous. You look way older than those guys. <laughs> just because, look, Morgan, Morgan Freeman has played a, a president a few times, that doesn't mean you have to look exactly like him, all right? <laughs> but you are healthy, which is great, every year. The White House doctor checks the president's colon for polyps and George Clooney's head. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. It's good to see that White House press secretary and boy detective Jay Carney is here. It's a big night for Jay. I haven't seen him this nervous since the president told him, look, just go out there and tell them the website's broken. They'll understand. <laughs> that actually probably was a moment. Um, 
Mr. President, you have to admit, and you already have, the launch of healthcare.gov was a disaster. It was so bad. It was bad. Look, I, I don't even have an analogy because the website is now the thing people use to describe other bad things. They say stuff like, ugh, I shouldn't have eaten that sushi. I was up all night, healthcare.govin. Ugh. Boy, that latest Johnny Depp movie really healthcare.gov to the box office. Oh, look at my new rug. Did the dog's healthcare.gov on it? You can't get healthcare.gov out of shag. But thanks to Obamacare, or as the president refers to it, me care. Millions of newly insured young Americans can visit a doctor's office and see what a print magazine actually looks like. That's awesome. Now over 8 million people have signed up for Obamacare, which sounds impressive until you realize Ashley Tisdale has 12 million Twitter followers, so it's pretty good. Um, there's a lot going on in the world. Right now, there's a madman who's had plastic surgery running around annexing small countries in Eastern Europe. And all I keep thinking is, what the hell is Bruce Jenner doing in Crimea? <laughs> Did they even get that show there? Uh, but sir, I do think you're making a big mistake with Putin. You have to show a guy like that that you're just as crazy as he is. He invades Crimea, you invade Cancun. Russia takes back the U Ukraine, America takes back Texas. Something to think about. <laughs> Julia Pearson, the new director of the Secret Service, is here tonight. Yeah. Under her leadership, Secret Service agents no longer consort with prostitutes thanks to their new Too Drunk to Make It to the Brothel program. <laughs> I'm sure she loves that. Um, the director of national intelligence, James Clapper, is here. Finally, I couldn't put a face to the mysterious voice clearing its throat on the other end of the phone. It was weird. And, um, you know, to prepare for tonight, uh, I've been watching a lot of cable news. I am a big fan of that lesbian on MSNBC, Chris Hayes. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. MSNBC is a confusing place. I mean, Al Sharpton is their skinny guy. <laughs> and CNN is desperately searching for something they've been missing for months, their dignity. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that was just that table. Uh, at this point, CNN is like the radio shack in a sad strip mall. You don't know how it stayed in business this long. You don't know anyone that shops there. And they just fired Piers Morgan. Thank you. Um, Fox News is the highest rated network in cable news. Yeah. I can't believe your table's pushed off that far. Um, <laughs> And it's all thanks to their key demographic, the corpses of old people who tuned into Fox News and haven't yet been discovered. <laughs> Former Inside Edition host Bill O'Reilly is not here. He did host that. <laughs> Bill's got another book coming out soon, so he's making his ghostwriters work around the clock. 
Bill O'Reilly, Megyn Kelly, and Sean Hannity are the Mount Rushmore of keeping old people angry. This event brings together both Washington and Hollywood. The relationship between Washington and Hollywood has been a long and fruitful one. You give us tax credits for film and television production, and in return, we bring much-needed jobs to hard-working American cities like Vancouver, <laughs> Toronto, and Vancouver again. Hollywood helps America by projecting a heroic image to the rest of the world. We just released another movie about Captain America, or as he's known in China, Captain Who Owes Us $1.1 Trillion. There's a lot of celebrities here tonight. They're the ones that don't look like ghouls. Look around. The cast of Veep is here. That's a series about what would happen if a Seinfeld star actually landed on another good show. I, I like the new Adventures of Old Christine, I swear. I just, um, the folks from Duck Dynasty had a very challenging year. The grandfather on that show made homophobic and racist comments. But people are overlooking another issue. He really hates ducks. <laughs> House of Cards has had a huge impact on Washington. What a great show. I haven't seen a Southern Senator give a tour de force performance like that since Lindsey Graham played Blanche Dubois in his streetcar named Desire. <laughs> and Lindsey, if you're here now, you can drop character anytime, man. Oh my. Um, and I'm not gonna spoil the shocking twist on House of Cards. But just know that it was so surprising that Nancy Pelosi's face almost changed expression. <laughs> Did you like that one, Nancy? I can't tell. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to congratulate Jared Leto, who was here tonight on his Oscar, and to the Republican senator who asked to be introduced to, quote, that hot chick from Dallas Buyers Club. You are in for a very interesting evening. Richard Sherman uh, has already had an impact on tonight's event. He's intercepted all three of Tim Tebow's attempts to pass the dinner rolls. Oh, and, and Russell Wilson is also here from my, my Super Bowl champion Seattle Seahawks. Peyton Manning, he wanted to be here tonight, but he can only move four yards at a time. So you're right, he's not here to defend himself. Um, Legendary actor Robert De Niro is here tonight, everyone. Now, I don't do a De Niro impression, but I do an impression of Robert De Niro's agent. You ready? Here it is. Ready? Ring, ring. He'll do it! Mr. De Niro, I was in Spy Kids 4, so clearly I'm beyond reproach, so... So I will see you on the set of Spy Kids 5, I'm sure. Um, Biz Stone, the founder of Twitter, is here. So if any of you congressmen want to cut out the middleman, just show him your penis. <laughs> Not now! Are you nuts? Okay, those are my warm-up jokes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I, uh, I, I'm kidding. I want to leave you tonight with a bit of a pep talk. America has seen her share of challenges, uh, but as my agents told me when I booked an NBC sitcom, hey, 
things could be worse. <laughs> now, have you watched the news? I mean, not, not CNN. I mean, like the real news. It's pretty bad in other places. By comparison, America is doing great. I mean, this year, after months of heated debate and controversy, we achieved something that will impact the health of millions. We brought back Twinkies. <laughs> and we're no longer the fattest country in the world. Now, Mexico is. But don't worry, we'll be number one again as soon as they all come over here. <laughs> and what's our biggest concern as Americans? TV show spoilers. In other countries, a, a spoiler consists of, hey, I haven't been back to the village yet, so don't tell me who survived the drone strike. No spoilers. Sorry about that one. <laughs> America still has amazing technological innovations. Google Glass has hit the market. Now, just by walking down the street, we'll know exactly who to punch in the face. <laughs> in America, we see gluten and peanuts as threats to our kids. In other countries, gluten and peanut are the nicknames of warlords who have child armies, so we're better. Um, America is doing just fine, guys. How do I know that? Because we're making a fourth movie about trucks that turn into giant robots. And why are they making a Transformers 4? Because there's still so much story left to tell. <laughs> So chin up, everyone. This country is still number one in the all-important categories of cream-filled pastries, face computers, and robot trucks. <laughs> Education, the economy, and the environment, hey, we'll get them next time. <laughs> and here's why America is the best country in the world. A guy like me can stand before the president, the press, and Patrick Duffy and tell jokes without severe repercussions. And instead of being shipped off to a gulag, I'm going to the Vanity Fair after party. That's right, this is America where everyone can be a pussy riot. This is one of the coolest things that has ever happened to me ever in my entire life. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Mrs. Obama. And thank you, White House Correspondence Dinner. And thank you, C-SPAN viewer. Good night, everybody. Thank you. All right. Okay, that's enough. No more talking.